Hey there, it's October 30th. It is Tuesday. And I have a quote from John Adams. He, of course, was the second president of the United States. He was born October 30th, 1735. And he passed on July 4th of 1826. And the quote is this. Our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate to the government of any other. And that's your quote of the day. Here are your horoscopes from Sally Brompton for October 30th. Aquarius, you'll have to make one or two changes today and you probably won't be happy about it, especially if they've been forced on you by other people's stupidity or selfishness. Be that as it may, it's not worth getting worked up about, so don't. Pisces, it does not matter if your creative ideas are met with a certain amount of opposition today. It matters only that you have enough confidence in what you're doing to carry on regardless. One day you'll look back and say, I told you so. Aries, try not to jump to conclusions of any sort today because there is a good chance that they could be wrong. Venus, your ruler, warns that if you slip up in any way, shape, or form, it could have consequences that are not to your liking. Taurus, don't complain, don't explain, and certainly don't apologize. That is the message of the stars for you today, Taurus, and if you heed it, you will sail past events that upset other people with a minimum of fuss. Refuse to let life get you down. Gemini, take extra care. When dealing with matters where there could be money at stake, you may think you need to grab what you can, but the planets promise there's more than enough to go around. Make sure others get their share as well. Cancer, the sun in the sympathetic sign of Scorpio does wonders for your confidence, and that's just as well because other aspects warn that someone will go out of their way to make you feel bad about yourself today, and they won't remotely succeed. Leo, someone who knows how your mind works will try to maneuver you in a direction that is of benefit to them, but could cost you dear. The moment you realize what they're up to, you must call a halt. Don't let them use you. Virgo, because you are flexible by nature, you don't find it hard to make compromises, but that could work against you today. You're under no obligation to change what you're doing just to please other people. Pleasing yourself is more important. Libra, it would appear that you are trying too hard to please someone who does not deserve your attention and not hard enough to please someone who actually does. You need to get your priorities sorted before you lose a friend and make an enemy. Scorpio, do what feels right to you today and don't be surprised if someone makes a big negative noise about it. You're under no obligation to play down your own needs and desires just to please other people, not even people you love. Sagittarius, you won't see eye to eye with someone over a money matter today, but it's actually not as big a deal as you might think, so don't get angry about it. Compromise is possible if you give it time, and time is something you have plenty of. Capricorn, there's a danger you could read all sorts of weird and wonderful meanings into what is really quite a straightforward situation. Your imagination is a powerful tool, but you must learn to control it 
or it could end up controlling you. If you're born today, what sacrifices are you prepared to make this year to realize your dreams? That's the question you need to answer on your birthday. And you should think about it long and hard before making a decision. Life could still be good if you make no sacrifices at all. And if you're born today, people are instinctively drawn to you as you are an intriguing person who's sometimes intimidating without intending to be so. This is likely due to your ability to see through any given situation and to read between the lines. You have very focused interests and you naturally and willingly work hard on something you believe in. While your interests are focused, your talents are many and varied. Your emotions, however, sometimes lead you astray. Your passionate soul and your wit is sparkling. Famous people born today include Harry Hamlin, Grace Slick, Henry Winkler, Ezra Pound, Charles Atlas, John Adams, Matthew Morrison, Nia Long. Happy birthday, Scorpio. Today in Rock, October 30th, in 1960, Elvis Presley attended RCA Studios in Nashville and recorded 14 gospel songs for his upcoming LP, His Hand in Mine. That album went to number 14 on the Billboard Hot 200 chart and was certified platinum in 1992. In 1961, Phillies Records issued their first single, There's No Other Love Like My Baby, by The Crystals, which will climb to number 20 on the Billboard pop chart early the following year. The label derived its moniker by combining the first names of owners Phil Spector and Les Sill. In 1964, Roy Orbison is awarded his ninth gold record for Oh Pretty Woman, which topped the charts in 10 countries, including U.S., Canada, and U.K., selling over 7 million copies worldwide. 1965, as a follow-up to her hit, Don't Just Stand There, Patty Duke Say Something Funny entered the Billboard pop chart where it would reach number 22. After being displaced for a week as the best-selling song that year in the U.S. by the Lover's Concerto by the Toys, Yesterday by the Beatles reclaimed the top spot. 1967, the Rolling Stones guitarist Brian Jones pled guilty in a London magistrate's court on drug possession charges from his March arrest. He was remanded to Wormwood Scrub Prison until the following day. Then he was sentenced to nine months behind bars and then released on bail pending an appeal. Vicky Carr's rendition of It Must Be Him entered the Billboard Top 40 on its way to number three. And that single would sell over a million copies in America, and the album from which it came was also nominated for three Grammys. 1968, the MC5 record live tracks for their upcoming album at the Grand Ballroom in Detroit. The lyrics of the stage version of the single Kick Out the Jams are changed from Kick Out the Jams Brothers and Sisters to Kick Out the Jams Motherfuckers, causing... Quite a stir among both teens and parents. 1970, The Doors' Jim Morrison is sentenced to six months in jail and fined $500 for exposing himself during a concert in Miami. 
That case would still be on appeal when he died on July 3, 1971. And in 1971, John Lennon had the number one album in both Great Britain and the United States with Imagine. It would be John's only solo LP to sell a million copies and his most popular album until Double Fantasy, which went to number one shortly after his assassination on December 8, 1980. In 1972, Elton John gave a command performance for Queen Elizabeth II, making him the first rock and roller to be asked to appear in a royal variety performance since the Beatles did it in November 1963. In 1973, the Osmonds are greeted by 10,000 fans at Heathrow Airport in London. In 1974, Sylvester Stewart, better known as Sly from Sly and the Family Stone, is sued for divorce by his wife, Kathy Silva Stewart, less than six months after being married. In 1978, just in time for Halloween, Kiss was featured in an animated cartoon called Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park on NBC TV. In 1979, after eight years of marriage, Mick and Bianca Jagger are granted a divorce. The union produced one daughter, Jade, but Bianca later said, My marriage ended on my wedding day. 1982, Melbourne, Australia's Men at Work had the number one song in the U.S. with Who Can It Be Now? They would follow with three more top ten hits, Down Under, Overkill, and It's a Mistake. 1984, Barry Manilow's tour opened at Radio City Music Hall in New York. His series of concerts sold out to the tune of $1.9 million, besting by $100,000, the record then held by Diana Ross. In 1992, George Michael filed a writ seeking to dissolve his contract with Sony Records. In June 1994, a British judge would rule in Sony's favor, but Michael would refuse to release any more material with Sony. The old Sony contract would eventually be bought out by David Geffen, who put Michael back in business. In 1995, David Bowie, Tom Donahue, Gladys Knight and the Pips, The Velvet Underground, Jefferson Airplane, Little Willie John, Pink Floyd, Pete Seeger, and the Shirelles are all inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. In 1997, after host Clive Anderson insulted them, the Bee Gees walk off the stage during the BBC One TV show Clive Anderson All Talk. Maurice Gibb would later recall, We don't mind being ripped apart, but don't rip the songs apart. That's something because they're like our kids. You know, don't do that. 1998, David Bowie hosted a songwriting contest on his website to help complete the lyrics to his song, What's Really Happening? 20-year-old Alex Grant is the winner and is later present for the song's recording session. In 2007, 62-year-old Linda Stein, who co-managed the Ramones during the band's heyday, was found beaten to death inside her Manhattan apartment. Stein's former personal assistant, 26-year-old Natavia Lowry, would be arrested and charged with murder on November 9th. On May 3, 2010, Lowry was sentenced to the maximum 25 years to life, including three years 
for the theft of $30,000 from Stein. That same year, Robert Goulet, who reached the Billboard Top 20 in 1964 with a song called My Love, Forgive Me, died while awaiting a lung transplant after being diagnosed with rare form of pulmonary fibrosis. He was 73 years old. In 2013, Yoko Ono told the Associated Press that she was very thankful to Paul McCartney for telling the Rolling Stone magazine that he had moved past his grudge against her. I never felt too bad about Paul. He was my husband's partner, and they did a great job and all that. They seemed to have a lot of fun, and I respected that. In 2015, Billy Joel kicked off Game 3 of the World Series between the New York Mets and the Kansas City Royals with a beautiful rendition of the National Anthem. During the eighth inning, he sang along with the crowd when Piano Man was played over the PA system. And this is your day in rock. So the teacher says to Paul, Wake up, Paul. You can't sleep in class. And Paul responds to the teacher, You know, I could actually. It's just that you're a bit loud. So an article from the Hudson Valley Post was very surprising. says that 596 million winning lottery tickets were sold in the Hudson Valley. Huh. So, here we go. It seems in the past week everyone got lottery fever. Two of the four biggest lottery jackpots in history is likely the reason. So, with the help of the Hudson Valley Post, Archives, and UPNY.com, we decided to take a look back at some of the biggest lottery winners from the Hudson Valley. So, $10 million dollars. Poughkeepsie, Dutchess County, March 2017. James and Sylvia Silverance became the biggest scratch-off winner, lotto, lotto winners ever. Okay. The Poughkeepsie couple won the state lottery 50th anniversary scratch-off, purchasing the winning ticket at a town of Poughkeepsie Stewart shop. $10 million, Newburgh, Orange County, November 2017. Anthony Vitolo of Wallkill became the first New York lottery player to claim a top prize of $10 million on the $350 million cash spectacular. I don't even know what these games are. $18 million. Cortland Manor, Westchester County, July 2012. And it was a retired... Uh, United States postal worker Peter Gee, who won the prize. 106 million Yonkers, Westchester County, September 2015. Five friends who worked as limo drivers and housekeepers joined together to purchase the winning Mega Millions ticket. 126 million was in South Fallsburg, Sullivan County, in February 2015. Real estate broker Tammy Pratt followed her rule of only purchasing tickets when the jackpot is over $100 million. She did very well. And then $326 million 
in Wurtsboro, Sullivan County, November 2014. Harold Diamond purchased 10 Mega Millions tickets out of Valero after voting on Election Day, one which made him the biggest winner by a New York resident in state history. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know. I can't even get, like, the free play. Like, you know, when you get a number and you get a free ticket? I don't even get that. I never play. I gave up playing a long time ago. I don't know if you guys are still playing. And I don't know where all this money is going. You know, if you want me to start talking about where is the money going? Because it's for education. Well, we all know that it's not all going to education. It's no secret. I don't know if these politicians think we're stupid, but we can definitely tell that all the money isn't going to education. The other big gripe is that if you win in New York State, oh my God, the taxes they take out. You're much better off winning lottery in almost any other state than New York. Okay, I did end up bitching today, but I don't know. I'll get better towards the end of the week. Have a good one. Bye.